Episode 5 of Suzy Way Podcast. My name is Joseph Kim. I'm Matthew Bay. And unfortunately today we don't have Suzy Lee. Um, not unfortunate. Or maybe not unfortunate. She had some plans, even though we told her we were recording today. <laughs> so instead, we have a guest speaker today, and I'll let her introduce herself. Suzy's replacement. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, so, Suzy Bay? More like, Suzy Bay! Anyway... This is Amber Wu. I am a senior with these two foos. <laughs> Bay and Joe, let's go. Yeah, so my name is Amber and I decided to, you know, fill in Susie's spot today as she couldn't come. But yeah, I'm excited to, you know, talk about some of the things that we got planned today. Mm. And um, yeah. Um, where are you, what's your, like, you want to sit, tell us your major, or, like, where you're from? Ah, uh, yeah. So, my major is selling and sales management, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to be minoring in supply chain. Um, and I am from Massachusetts, so I'm an East Coastie. All, all these, all these foos, all these foos. Are from the Midwest and the funny thing is, she kept looking at me and saying that. Like, I, I, she wanted my approval. Because <laughs> you say no, foo. I say foo, but like, when you say foo and I say foo, it's, it's different. Really it's really different. Really. It's different. Well, it's okay. good to guys have you back. Or have you guys back. Um, it's back. been about a week. I know, Matt, it's been about a week. Um, and we have spring break, spring break next week. I can't yes. even talk today. Um, you guys have any plans for spring break? Uh, me and, me and um, Susie are going to Seattle. Nice. So we leave on actually tomorrow. Hella cornerstone people there. Hella cornerstone people there. Oh, a lot of, lot of Rissa, Shout out to Seattle. Vivian. Vivian. Is Jess there? Yeah, Iris, I don't Iris, know her, but Iris? yeah. I said Arissa. There's, um, is, it, is Shane there? Young Six there. Young Six there. Is Shane there? Yes. And Eric. And Eric. Yes. I said Eric. There, yeah. mm-hmm. mm, wow, there's a ton of people. Ton of people. Is Jeremy also there? Jeremy's mm-hmm. also there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got your name, sorry. That's that's yep. all we could remember. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's, there should be more, I feel like. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Shout out to Seattle. Mm. Going there for the full week? Uh, No, actually, I will be going to Seattle for four days. And then right after that, I'm flying to Cleveland mm. to visit a special someone. LeBron James. What the? <laughs> LeBron James. Ever post on Instagram? Just met my buddy. <laughs> it's like she actually meets LeBron James. <laughs> it's like he goes in LA. Well, um, I'll, I guess I'll share my plans. I'm going to Pittsburgh. Woo! Um, Monday through Wednesday. Um, so that's gonna be fun. I'm road tripping there, so that's gonna be a trip and a half. But it's gonna be cool. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I heard it's pretty dope. How like, long is it? The drive from like here? six hours, six seven hours, which is actually not pretty not reasonable. Not too bad because you can take a break in between; doesn't feel too bad. Mm. So yeah, so I, I, I it's gonna be fun. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, I'll probably like drive down to Chicago, back home, and hang out with some people. Nice. Reasonable. Vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Joe, I know you're doing. Oh uh, yeah, I'm flying out tomorrow morning back to Korea. Korea. Woo. Um, a lot of people ask why, but just gotta deal with some stuff with family. Um, they might end quarantine tomorrow. Like the quarantine policy, my dad oh, just shoot. called me like oh. an hour ago. Wait, that would be dope. Can yeah. you imagine though, like it's the one day before quarantine mm-hmm. policy is done. No, so it's <laughs> like today they're announcing tonight in Korea. Mm-hmm. So that'll be early morning tomorrow for me. So before I fly out, though, I'll know whether or not I have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Isn't it thousand dollars to quarantine? No. Or something. What? what? I How thought would you I pay thought that. You oh, you would. I guess you would pay for accommodation if you have to like oh. go to the the places that they quarantine them, but mm. they don't have that anymore, <clears throat> or at least to my knowledge. Oh. Like they allow oh, you, they you allow have... you to stay at home and do. Oh, you, have, you 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 have to pay to stay at a like a hotel, different location. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, and okay. I heard it okay. can yeah, be a thousand dollars because you stay. Like for seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Five well, days. I mean, those are for the people I think that also don't even have a place to stay. Oh, like, okay, if they okay. have an address in Korea, they mm-hmm. could just probably quarantine so then, themselves. Like, if I like went to Korea, like if I just gave them my grandma's address, like I could. You could just go to grandparents' okay, house okay, and okay, you just have to okay. quarantine there. Mm-hmm. But some people are visiting Korea. They yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a hotel they're going to yeah, stay yeah. at or whatnot. Okay, well, I don't know. I've never had to do quarantine like that mm-hmm. or pay for quarantine. <laughs> yep, I'll be doing that for spring break and then coming back the following Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'll be pretty jet lagged the week after, but yeah, it'll be okay. You might you might be in this awkward period where like you finally assimilate, like adjust, yeah, and then adjusted, like, and yeah. then and then you go back. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, I'm I'm pretty used to that though. Okay. Always having to adjust. Okay. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think for those of you who are listening um, and don't know Amber, we should probably share how we know Amber and maybe how we met. Because I guess Amber is a guest speaker today, so some of you guys might not know who she is exactly and who she is to us. Um, obviously, as you can probably tell, we met her in Cornerstone, but do you guys mm-hmm. want to, do you guys have like a story you met? Or well, whatnot? I guess the preference. Matt, share your first impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess the preference is, me and Amber's relationship is very like, so people look at us and they're like, oh, do they like each other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would see Matt in public, I'd be like, why are you breathing right now? <laughs> you know? but I think it's like, it's not like we just say it like quietly <clears throat> to each other. It's like we like shout it to each mm-hmm. other. Like, how dare you? <laughs> walk in front of me right now that's what we do with each other so it's like really funny but my first impression of amber was my fresh our our freshman year we had a game night mm-hmm. and cornerstone that hosted a game night in windsor because there's like a big like game area in windsor there's like pool oh, yeah. there's yeah. like um is it futsal what is it? there's like a jukebox yeah jukebox yeah. there's a tv there's like there's a ton of crap there's there. ping pong tables ping pong tables right so then we went there and um i remember i was with another friend of ours ryan wang um, he's a scene, he's a one year older than us, and I was there mm-hmm. with him, and we were assigned to play pool. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, some <laughs> some random person jumped out out of nowhere and said, some, "I'm No, play. some beautiful girl jumped uh, yes. in. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, we jumped in, <laughs> and it was Amber Wu. <laughs> so we were playing pool, right? And like she came in, and she was acting all confident, like, "Oh yeah, I know what to do. I'm mm-hmm. so good at pool." And then like, we started playing, and like she was so bad. <laughs> and the thing is, like, so. If you didn't know Amber, if you don't know Amber, Amber gets really red oh, when yeah. she like when she like not like me like, right not, now. Not like when she's like she gets flushed. She gets flushed like when yeah. the, you know like there's like energy and everything around her. So she was so red and she was playing pool with us and she was like screaming and everything. And the thing is, the funny thing is, we me and Ryan had just met her and we had no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, Who is this crazy girl <laughs> that looks like a 
straight out of a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> about, and so bad at pool. <laughs> that was my first impression. That's what I remember. Yeah. I know, do you have a different impression? Um, I do, actually. Okay. I do. Okay. okay. So I would say my first impression of Matthew is Matt was like kind of quiet and just a little like still. I was quiet? Yeah. You were pretty reserved freshman year. You were pretty year. reserved freshman oh. year. Compared to now, yeah, you're definitely a sure. completely different person. And so I remember going up to this pool table and Matt's just holding a stick and he was just very, not, I guess the wrong word is obedient, but it's like, you were just like going along with what I was doing. You know, I was just like, oh yeah, I know how to play pool. And you're like, okay, go, go. Show me how you play pool. Show me how you play pool. (laughs) You know, just kind of like, whatever. But yeah, I I didn't think like you judged me. It's more of, you're just like, okay, like what's what's going on? I'm so confused. Yeah. Because like. I think, yeah, during that time, I I think I was just getting more consistent with coming to Cornerstone because I didn't yeah. come much first semester. This That's was true. second semester. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm trying to, like, assimilate, and then <laughs> she comes out of nowhere. Because mm-hmm. you joined second semester, too, right? Yeah, yeah and I came out of nowhere, yeah. yeah. So you guys were both trying to get into Cornerstone during mm-hmm. that time. And credit to Susie because Susie brought me into Cornerstone. Susie brought all of us into Cornerstone. Yeah. yeah. No, Susie didn't bring oh, me to Cornerstone. Okay. Oh, never mind. Susie, Susie, Susie brought me to Cornerstone. Angela Chanu did. Oh, Chanu. Oh. My alumni, high school alumni. Oh. Yeah, and my first impression of Joseph was, I thought you were going to, it was through Susie, because Susie told me, oh my gosh, like this guy, like he swims and like, you know, he has a big, you know. <laughs> yeah. Big what? Buff, buff oh, guy. Buff. Oh. Yeah, so I always just thought Joseph was going to be this like big buff guy. And then, you know, Susie's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, like, really athletic, I think, you know? Like, if you stalk his, like, Facebook, you know? Just turning into a roast. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I just saw Joseph for the first time. I just thought Joseph was, I guess I would also say reserved in some ways. But I think you gave off, like, a friendly vibe. You know, you just, did, like... Did I not? Um, <laughs> Compared to Matt. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason with you, Matt, mm. I just, like, had a feeling that I can just, like, joke all of a sudden with oh, you. That, that is true. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Not that's a bad thing, though. It made me no, feel very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was comfortable no, yeah, you, with Joseph. Comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are comfortable. Oh, yeah. I can tell you were comfortable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just thought Joseph was like, you know, like just a nice, clean-looking person. Was I, was I a dirty person? <laughs> <laughs> no! Thank you. Thank you for that. No, you I were a clean-looking person, person, but I just thought Joseph was a like very structured uh, no, kind very, of figure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. My Joseph? first impression yep. of Amber, I honestly... You don't even remember! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't remember the first time I ever saw you, mm. but I do know, and I think this is a this is a running joke that goes on forever, but I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang, she looks like a boiled egg. <laughs> I know, I know. I think more during freshman year than now. Yeah, like yeah. now we're just close, but freshman yeah, year we we would all kind of just joke around just to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I think someone mentioned it, but it kind of stuck with me. Like Amber's face looks like an egg. It I was think... like freshman year, her face mm-hmm. was like perfectly round, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, I'm not gonna lie, she does look like an egg. Yeah, <laughs> and me I and my very, was like, uh... Amber and Amber and egg is the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. Very egg like. Every egg, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, whenever I just see Amber, I just kind of just dab on her. Like, oh, yeah. Joseph just goes, don't you? <laughs> you guys are so creepy. <laughs> I'm only, I only dab to Amber for yeah. some reason. It's okay. Yeah, Amber, yeah. 
Good first impressions. Good first right. impressions. Oh, why we're still friends? You know, I don't even know why. Now, I'm would here. you rather like spend a day with Susie or spend a day with Amber? Oh, Amber. Huh? Amber. Oh heck yeah, Susie. Oh, that's, Take that, that's, Susie. That's, that's not even a question. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Like. After this podcast, you guys might think we like Amber more, but like we like Susie too. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if Susie was here, because like Amber and Susie are very close, yes. so that would yes. this would have been an insane. We might have to do this again. Just yeah, when we you, might need both of you two here because yeah. Susie laughs alike, and you know, you know, Susie's laugh is a, 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 <laughs> yeah. Susie and Amber is like <laughs> one plus one package. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's really uh, yeah. unfortunate she's not here with us today, but yeah, yeah. She's at like, least we have Amber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least you have Amber. Heck yeah. I guess another story that we have is that we did a dance together. Oh, mm. Mr. Chu. Oh, and Mr. Chu. <laughs> so, sorry, to all the cream sorry to all the cream people. Sorry to all the cream people. But like, um, yeah, we did. We did Mr. Chu by A Pink together. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Actually, that's probably where we I got think the that's closest. That's my first yeah. impression. Because like, we, I agree. First we would spend like Practice. hours. Together. Yeah. And... Then we would eat together. Not just the three of us, like with other freshmen. Yeah, but, yeah. But Amber was part mm-hmm. of it. We were part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I also cherished the time with Joseph even more when I found out that you were going away mm. to the uh, army for yes. two years. And I think our whole grade felt like that too. Like, oh no, we gotta say bye to Joseph. You know, mm-hmm. Joseph's like such a core like part of the our grade. And then I remember like before I went home, I flew out of Chicago and I went to Matt's house and Joseph was staying with Matt. So then right. I was like, you know, I want to go say bye to Joseph too. Right. And my, I remember my whole grade or at least like, yeah. And then they were like, oh, you got to see Joseph. You got to say bye to Joseph another time. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> suck it up. Yeah. But like, I think for Amber, the urgency was even more because you took a co-op. That is true. Oh yes. So you that, missed that out. Is, you missed out about a semester with, I guess, us. Our that yeah. is mm-hmm. very, very true. Yeah. So I remember, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So that was interesting because you came back and you were like, "What the heck? We yeah. Joe's leaving." But it was like, "But yeah." And all the cranny, cran, cranny, Craner study sessions. Yes. Too. Yes. Craner study we sessions. Still do that now, but yes. back then. Every week. Speaking of Craner study session, Amber. Um, <laughs> I knew it. Gonna, I knew that you were going to use gonna, that. We're going to talk about Craner study sessions and how it not only helped you with your GPA, but also helped you I'll with your... I'll make it coughed. <laughs> sorry, right, sorry, 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 sorry. I was going to say, we got to Amber's just ready to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, yeah. energy's yeah, ready right to now. talk about it. So, um, Amber, you're in a relationship. I am. We both know... Him, the guy. Mm-hmm. So, how about you start? Because you just want okay. you want to get out. Well, there. because Matt was putting such a heavy emphasis on Craner study sessions, it's because I got closer with my significant other right now. Woo, Caleb Ho! <laughs> Shout out to Caleb. Caleb Ho. We love that hoe. Yeah, we Caleb love Ho. that hoe. Um, and I met this guy obviously through Cornerstone, but Cornerstone always had a designated study area in mm-hmm. our business school building and so that's where we both just studied and that's how we got close and where we are now almost a little over a year and a half strong nice yep that's what i'm talking about do you have a first impression of caleb or how you guys met i thought i always thought caleb was a very like a lot of people describe us as he's the guy version of i can see that very and a so. very funny guy, you know, very um, lighthearted, laughing, always making weird. like jokes, mm-hmm. weird, you know, annoying. quirky. Annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah, all that. But Caleb doesn't look like an egg. 
They get. Oh yeah. Monkey looked. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. like <clears throat> Caleb. Like I guess like we can like talk about Caleb a little bit more. Like our perspective. Like Caleb was that dude where he would just the moment he would walk into the room, you just start laughing because mm-hmm. he's just such a funny guy. Like not like mm-hmm. not funny looking. That's all we're trying to say. But he's I mean maybe funny looking to some people. But like But like he was just a, just such a positive funny guy. And, like yeah. he would, his jokes were so mm-hmm. like so good. His timing was amazing with everything. Mm-hmm. And also I think like um, to credit him even more like. His energy that he brought to Cornerstone was mm-hmm. so big, especially when I was coordinator and also like a leader, because he would talk to everybody. It didn't matter because he was just right. a funny dude. He just wanted to bring people together. Mm-hmm. He was so good at forming groups and keeping it good yeah. energy mm-hmm. that like Caleb was just honestly amazing. So like when you and Caleb started dating, it was kind of like just that like, well, there was the guy version of who like put all the guys together and you would put all the girls together. It was like, wow, we just collided the two like. Strongest yeah. member forces together, and that was like forces. Crazy. <laughs> no, no, Star no Wars. Clutch, <laughs> like Caleb's Y'all that guy. Clutch, yeah. Caleb's that guy. If you haven't talked to him for months, mm. or let's say you feel awkward talking to Caleb, mm. he'll approach you as if you guys have been best friends for like oh, yeah. weeks and uh, and like years. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He'll just approach you like, oh, "What's yeah. up, bro?" And then he'll yeah. just like joke around with you, yeah, and like mm-hmm. you'll feel so welcomed by his his personality and his attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also just like really, I found that very attractive too. Like how nice, nice he treated other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So that was that was really cool, and I want to give a big shout out to Adrian and Yash because those two, those two were always like, "Oh, Amber, Mr. Hall is in here. Or Amber, Mr. Hall has arrived in Cranor." Adrian's a and big wingman guy. Big wingman. No, Adrian's a big wingman guy, wingman. but he's not. What? <laughs> he's, he's a big wingman guy, but he's not a good wingman. Yeah. He just makes. He just he's exposes everything. He's way too aggressive. Yeah, he's way too aggressive. But, but sometimes him, but, you need that. Sometimes but you yeah, need to be but it, for exactly. some reason it works. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah I don't know why, but sometimes it just really kept the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember, like, I realized that I liked Caleb because when um, Yash came up to me, Yash was like, "Oh, Amber, Caleb," I immediately blushed. Like, uh, I, I was just like, "Oh no." And the thing is, well, oh, we mentioned no. before, it's mm-hmm. very noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Was was Caleb, let's say, was Caleb someone that you met and then you immediately liked him or you kind of grew to like him? Because I know oh, you guys met in Cornerstone. He's a year older than you. So mm-hmm. he came in as a freshman. He was a sophomore. You guys probably met or have heard of each other, interacted somewhat. Mm-hmm. But was that like an initial like, ooh, I like this guy? Or was it like over time, oh, he's, he's like, I like his personality. And then you eventually yeah. ended up liking him. Um. Yeah, def- definitely not liking him right away. I think I just saw him as a really good friend at first. Mm-hmm. It was right after my co-op, and I remember I just saw him everywhere. I just saw him in Cranor. I saw him walking back from the gym. I saw him, like, on the- we were on the same bus together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, so oh, yeah, good. like, what is this guy? Like, you know, like, I don't know him. And we just so happened to be business. There's rarely a lot of business majors in Cornerstone, facts, if you think about facts. it. That's true. Um, I'm pretty sure, but at the time, he was the only finance guy. He was the finance guy. The like, finance guy. Because Andrew finance. Lee graduated. Mm, yeah. That's so, right. Supply chain. That's so, right. Yeah, so, left, yeah. yeah. And at the time, I was trying to, like, get into Craner at the time. And so I asked Caleb, I'm like, oh, yeah, what are some, you know, tips on how I can do well in econ or accounting? And like, he was always very good at that. Um, mm. One thing we're very different is because I'm not good at accounting. I'm not good at econ, but he is very good at that. So he's very good at that. Um, and then I remember asking him, like, oh, you know, like, he was in, you know, the notorious investment banking career. And I remember getting interested in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hear more. So I asked him about that. So I think that sparked some interest. But um, 
but yeah. So it was like a gradual thing. Cause like, it was definitely you, a gradual You probably thing. met like freshman year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you probably saw him around. Like he, mm -hmm. he came up to everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He was yeah. reactive. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's actually like kind of different how couples form in mm. Cornerstone. I think Cornerstone is kind of like boom and then three months, boom, you know? So you I think that's me, interesting. Yeah, yeah, you made me think of a good point because when I came back from my co-op, mm -hmm. I was so focused on just like making sure I get good grades. And uh -huh. I did not have any intention to date someone from Cornerstone. Right. And I even made that a goal, actually, freshman year. Oh. I was like, I'm not going to date anyone in Cornerstone. I don't want any guy from Cornerstone. I don't want to be part of that trend or something. Right. Um, so then, obviously, when I came back from my co-op, I was like, okay, Amber, you need to, you know, be more, uh, what, what's the word? You need to be more dependent on yourself. Don't, don't have, like, a goal to find a relationship. Right. And I think a lot of people told me mm -hmm. that, it, they come when you least expect it. And I can guarantee that I did not plan to, like, date Caleb at all or get mm. interested. And obviously, when we were talking, actually, that's when we got sent home for quarantine. Oh, so right. that's another thing is that I noticed we were very hesitant to date, actually, because he said, oh, I'm going to be investment banking. I'm graduating soon. And I don't know if, like, investment banking is going to be a good career to hold up a relationship. Mm. In the end, it, it it was completely fine. But that definitely made me, like, very hesitant and stuff mm. um and so i also didn't know like i'm very grateful that he was still able to be on campus for a little bit and we still test out how we would be in person mm. in a real relationship right and then obviously when he graduated um he actually stayed back to he campus did. He, did. he did um so that's also a good chance for him to be with friends and me and then now when the when we started doing long distance um i guess that ties into Long distance relationships. But quick question before was that yeah. was he your first boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Okay. I okay. never been in a relationship. Same with Caleb too. He had like a fling in uh, high so, school. So first relationship. So, so first, yeah. yeah so first Pretty relationship. much. Okay. Okay. Pretty uh, much. I think we can go back maybe though. But you did mention how you didn't. You made a goal to not date in Cornerstone. Oh yeah. Um, I know it's a pretty big thing in Cornerstone. Like people get like dating someone within Cornerstone. Um, I just wanted to ask, like, what are your thoughts on now having dated someone from Cornerstone? Was that something or was the experience what you expected? Because, like, what made you not want to date someone in Cornerstone? And then when you did, did the concerns that you had for dating someone in Cornerstone come up? Or mm. was it, like, completely different than you expected? That's a really good question. I think back then, I wanted to date a white person because oh. I grew up in a white town. And I ah, just always thought to myself, I always... This is going to expose me a little bit, but I I don't think this at all anymore. But I was pretty sheltered-minded back then. Mm -hmm. And I used to think, oh, I don't want to be seen with a bunch of Asians. Like, that's so embarrassing. Because that's what oh. I used to think back at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I told myself, no, don't date. Don't date an Asian. Like, date a white person. And you should date a whitewashed guy, like, or at least right. if they're Asian. Mm -hmm. I would say Caleb has actually those kind of aspects. He can be a little whitewashed if you think about it. Mm -hmm. But, um... But yeah, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. And then it was mainly like the embarrassing factor if I date an Asian, um, in my personal thoughts. Mm -hmm. So since Cornerstone's Asian, mm -hmm. you just kind of initially... Yeah. And that was a huge like growth for me mm -hmm. to be like, oh yeah, like, you know, like being with all these like Asian people, like that's not... This is like so nice to have people relate to you. Mm -hmm. And they all, a lot of people in Cornerstone actually grew up in white communities too when yes. they grew up. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you guys talked about that in your right. previous mm -hmm. podcast. So, yeah, that was my thought process. Um, and then in terms of, like, just also, I always wanted someone that was Christian, too. Uh, but yes. 
it was very interesting with me because in freshman year, sophomore year, I did not think about relationships at all. Mm. You know, mm. it was very weird. I can't explain it. And I think that's like all I can say because I just, I literally did not want to date anybody because I didn't feel ready myself. And I also, at the time, I was such an insecure person. And I was like, no, 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 I can't. I need to, like, I need to just get ready myself. I can't date someone right now. Right. Because hmm. I do know a lot of people, like you mentioned, are initially attracted to people in Cornerstone. Not only because, oh, they're pretty or they're nice, but also the Christian aspect. Because mm. Cornerstone is a Christian club or associated with the church organization. And we do services and whatnot. So you would, or people tend to think like, oh, if I want to date a Christian, this is the spot I need to look at. If I look Mm -hmm. at people in my classes or look at people in different clubs, I won't get that Christian check Mm -hmm. mark off the box. Yeah. And like, no matter how active or not they are in Cornerstone, if they're Mm -hmm. from Cornerstone, at least they have a sense of Christianity or they know about Christianity or they could be a really strong Christian themselves. So it's a much more safe haven for like searching Mm -hmm. for Christians. And then there's the Asian aspect as well with Cornerstone being heavily more Asian um, and if people want to date Asians. Mm -hmm. So I know people um, like dating in Cornerstone is not uncommon. It's actually, actually a lot of people end up. It's a little less common now. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's also because we're coming straight off um, COVID. Mm. And with COVID happening, like people just haven't been able to socialize with the people in Cornerstone. Mm -hmm. So even the sophomores now, they feel like freshmen or they're very new to a lot of new things because they just haven't experienced the on-campus experience with Cornerstone. And like, this is a joke, but not really, but mm-hmm. I'm included in this. The guys in Cornerstone, you need to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're a bunch yeah. of idiots. You're right. I mean, <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. Not gonna lie, Purdue's ratio of guys and girls, especially in Cornerstone, mm-hmm. is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. We're there are a lot more guys than no, girls. No, there's a lot more guys, but we're all so stupid. We're all just so dumb. But it's very common for people to be like, oh, is this a potential, you know, person right. that I can be with? Especially for guys. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's a natural thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, um, but I also want to give a big shout out to Yasmin, Bernice, and David Chapman, because those three would like try to get Caleb and I to realize that we both like each other. Mm. And so I used to, out. yeah. And I used to be like, "Oh, Bernice, yeah." I'm like, "What did Caleb say to David? Like, does David or does Caleb like me?" And all uh, that. And they were close, really close with David honest. Chapman. Mm. Um, and obviously, David's like really close friends with Caleb. Mm-hmm. So those three definitely were like also the middleman too right. during quarantine. Actually, and can um, I ask how did it how did it happen? Like, how do you ask you out? Uh... First of all, <laughs> I, I know that story too. But first of all, before that, it was really obvious to us. At least really? to me. I feel like any relationship no, because, like that, because, like, if think about it. Because, like, story. she mentioned, Amber mentioned those, like, Craner sessions before. We were also at that Craner session. Yeah. And, like, it would just always happen that, wow, Caleb and Amber are at the same table. <laughs> and, like, you know, Amber's, like, red as a tomato. Like, oh, yeah. cuddling over her computer, mm-hmm. right? You know, trying oh, to be all no. proper and everything, right? And then the moment will be ruined when Adrian... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, Yo, Amber! <laughs> so, what's up, boy? You know, like, he would do that. And, yeah. then, and then, like, Yash would be there, too. And, like, we were all, like, true. we all, like, giggle to ourselves. Like, they, they like each other, right? Because it was, like, because it was the first time where, like, we saw, like, you guys giving each other specific individual attention. Mm-hmm. You guys weren't really, you didn't really care about all the other people there. Like, you would yeah. literally come with Susie and then, like, never, you know, exactly. sit by Susie. You would sit by, you know, so. Caleb. Yeah. Caleb. So, we knew about it. That was really funny because, like, we're like, you guys would like play it off. Yeah. Caleb would be like, Amber, are you gonna go back to Hawkins? Which is like literally a one minute walk. He's like, I'll walk you back. I'll I'll make sure you don't walk back alone. And I'm like, it's only a minute walk. 
along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then when you'll be like, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, then, sure, yeah. sure. And then we're all like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, they're walking together. <laughs> yeah. But um, how Caleb asked me out is it was during quarantine. And oh. um, he called me, actually. But uh, it was through. I, I think I've heard of it, but I don't know yeah. the story. Um, and. Yasmin texted me. He te- he told Yasmin that he wanted to talk to me and that he liked me. And Yasmin knew. But I really appreciate Yasmin and Bernice for not directly telling me. Because they wanted me to find it through Caleb, not them. Right. So that made it a little bit more special. So that, you know. Um, so when, obviously, Caleb texted me, he was like, hey, can we talk? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then he, <laughs> okay, and okay. Then he called me. <laughs> and uh, he calls me, right? And I put on a full face of makeup. <laughs> I dress up, whatever. Like, at least kind of look nice, look cute. I put on mascara, put on eyeliner, everything, foundation. And then he picks up and I go, oh, are we not doing video call? He goes, it's fine. Let's just do, we can just call. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. My man was like, he's wearing a tank top with no, shorts on on his bed. Like, no, he was not ready. You know, he was so in there, he can't make eye contact with mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I was blushing the whole time. And that was like an hour-long call. So he started off with, well, I assume you must know why I'm calling. Or you must be like wondering why I'm calling. And then he just sounded really nervous. <laughs> and then I was really nervous. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I don't know why you're calling. <laughs> just kidding. Like, you know, I just but put on a full face of makeup. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously I put on extra because as Matt says, I flush a lot. So I put on extra, extra foundation. Oh, but it still you said it still goes through, right? Sometimes. It still goes through. Yeah, it still goes through. Yeah. Such an issue. Yeah. Anyways, but then um Caleb's like, so I just like wanted to let you know that this is how he said it. This is how I want to let you know is that like I have like I like you, and I was just wondering if, like, you have the similar opinions that has me. And I was like, why would you phrase it like that? He busted out this business vocabulary. He just asked you a James. Yeah. I my feelings are reciprocated. Like, he's talking to himself. So, like, I was wondering. Yeah. And so, um, obviously, I was like, yeah, I like you, too. And then, like, we just started laughing the entire call. It was just, like, out of awkwardness and, like, nervous and anxiety. We were just, like, laughing it off. And then now we were just, like, I told him, I was like, I'm just, like, very hesitant because I know you're going to be in a very busy career. And I don't know if that's going to be able to, like, will we even be able to, like, have a relationship? Are you going to be too busy with work? No time for me. I was really thinking way too ahead. So he's like, so I guess, like, what do we do now? (laughs) And I was like, like, well, I don't think I want to, like, be in an official relationship right now. Maybe until we in person when we're back on campus. Oh, yes. So you didn't date? Not right away. Oh, okay. So I would consider, like, a thing. We were a thing throughout the entire quarantine. Okay. And we would talk. So that would be the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then he was like, okay, yeah, I agree. And I was like, yeah, I think right now let's just keep talking. And then back on campus, let's see. We come back to campus, we date a week later. But, <laughs> but you know. And you yeah. took a responsible approach to it, I think, though. Yeah. That's what, that was the biggest debate. I'm like, should I date him? Should I not? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Was the, it wasn't like, like compatibility. It was all about, like, you know, the future. Making future. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Looking yeah. ahead. Yeah. I, this is interesting to me, though. Um, and I think this is a very unique 
time period where we had the whole pandemic going on, it's mm-hmm. like usually when people have things, it's because they get to see each other, right? And they mm-hmm. would hang out together. But you guys had a thing over quarantine, and it was all through online exactly. um, texting. How was that like? Because I maybe because you haven't been in a relationship before, so I don't know what you know if you know mm-hmm. what it feels like to have a thing with people around you. Yeah. But what was it like having to, I guess, express your interest to Caleb? online or like mm. over quarantine it was more like who can initiate conversation the most and mm-hmm. so i was like hey like do you want to facetime and he was on a he was actually in his spring break trip with his friends in florida uh, and yeah, i was I like hey like do you want a video call and he was like so shocked that i asked that mm. and so as we kept having that call then we started having one call a day oh so oh. yeah actually. video call a day mm-hmm. video call because you know you know what they always say right like if you ask on call mm-hmm. out, like, oh i'm video. sorry not every day once a week oh, wow. oh, that's not, oh i was about to say i'm like, sorry Dang. yeah 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 okay no, but you know because you know that like taboo thing like if you ever like text your text to date or like call the date oh, you're, like, yeah. you're, like, Same with you're, like, like, you're like the scum of the mm-hmm. earth but now it's yeah. like it, it could potentially be now like a norm because exactly you have to because like now like you can connect with people across the world mm-hmm. like how are you going to just you know show up and yeah. pop the question yeah. so like yeah yeah and i i actually think caleb was very upfront about like his feelings for me because even before like we sure? no no because <laughs> because when we like officially when he officially like um told me that he liked me he was like we used to get windsor lunches together so it was always uh, tuesdays and thursdays thing so mm-hmm. we always got lunches every week on those two days during the regular um before quarantining and then um and then like when he texted me he's like this is when we were also like debating oh like is everyone gonna just stay home for the rest of the semester are they gonna come back to campus i want to come back to campus so i could be with caleb and caleb's like oh are you gonna come back you know like it maybe we can get like lunch like not it doesn't have to be just tuesdays and thursdays it could be every day and i was like oh it was pretty direct that's pretty direct so yeah How about every day like mm-hmm. for the rest you know like the year yeah but i really think god's timing was so good to us because mm-hmm. we got to experience you know each other as friends for a little bit in person yeah. then quarantine and then yeah, that was even like practicing like a long distance relationship right and so we were very like consistent and mm-hmm. when we want to call so every friday night we just like talked caught up and then we also had those summer small groups oh i didn't do that i remember but oh yeah, yeah. and then we were in the same small group so then uh, afterwards see. we also talked oh, about like what did you t- what did you did do that i don't <laughs> <laughs> oh you did well, now you've mentioned it but now he's graduated he's doing whatever he's doing but you guys are in long distance phase and mm-hmm. you guys will probably be in long distance for a bit until things develop more how's how's that going like long mm-hmm. distance relationship yeah yeah the first part was so hard because i was so used to having him there like he even stayed back for me right. on campus yep. after he graduated yep. right. um for a semester mm-hmm. and i was like just i i don't think i took that for granted though because i i always like cherish that time that he was so close to me and the second that i came back for my first day of senior year i cried like two weeks in straight in a row at nighttime because i was like oh my gosh like i don't have caleb and even though i had all my friends with me like i got to reunite with bernice after two years of quarantining i got to reunite with like ariana michelle what no not matt (laughs) you were here with me um and then i was like yeah even though i have all these like great so many friends around me i still felt so lonely because it's like caleb was i hung out with him like every day when he was back 
So that was a really, really hard transition. But I would say now we're doing like completely fine with long distance. Nice. Like it, there's always parts, you know, you're always going to get that like, like um small, like splurge of, oh yeah, like I wish, you know, you were with me right now. Or I'm like, I'm like, oh, I want to cuddle and all that stuff. And so definitely mm-hmm. I think my love languages has um, has changed a lot. Too. But you visit often. I do visit often. Which is nice, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, and I, like, give Caleb a lot of credit because even though he had such a busy investment banking, and this is where That's our fear true. was coming. Like, we were like, oh, my gosh, he's going to be so busy. He always made sure to make time for me at mm-hmm. nighttime. Whether it be 30 minutes or an hour, he just always set aside, like, that specific time for me. And that's so, probably not hard that's, for him. That's he's awesome. probably, like, yeah. looking forward to that time. Honestly. That is true. No, but it's hard. Because, like, yeah. those days he's tired and, like, that he still true. makes effort. That, that, that. Would you guys say you're still in your, like, honeymoon phase? Or are you guys still, like, in that lovey-dovey phase? Or is Mm -hmm. it kind of, like, now settling in that, oh, this is going to be a relationship that we're going to commit to Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to work towards? Mm -hmm. We're at a point where I think honeymoon phase is dying down, but we obviously still have those lovey-dovey, like, moments with each other. Right. Um, But now it's more thinking a little bit more seriously because... I'm about to graduate too. Right. So we've always had the security of, okay, let's just wait until Amber's out of school, you know, and then I'm still in school and I'm about to graduate. Right. And now it's like, oh, the real world, real world stuff is about to like happen mm-hmm. with a real job. Mm-hmm. He has a real job. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of like, it's going to be a big change. Mm-hmm. And also because I have like all, I had Cornerstone with me too, to keep me and help me handle a long distance relationship and distract me from Caleb in a way of Mm. being far from him. Mm -hmm. So I'm very nervous, but he will actually be in Chicago though. So this is actually, we won't, yeah. So it's really working out. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. I think like all, all the credit to you guys, I always say like some of the strongest people in the world are those who like go through long distance relationships because, Mm -hmm. um, I, I only experienced it for like a little bit Mm -hmm. and like, even that little bit was just so difficult. Yeah. So like, like, shout out to you guys. You guys are crazy strong. Like, you yeah. guys are. That's, I'm so glad you guys are. You know, continuing and it seems to be going really well. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Cause, yeah, it's 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 crazy how like you know with God's timing too. Yeah. How like it was tough, mm-hmm. but then he was even able because he graduated. Uh, for those people, he graduated a semester early. Right. But true. he decided to stay. Um, one extra semester, he got a place, and then you know he was still able to hang out with Amber, mm-hmm. and then. You know, the year happened, but then they were able to visit because I think Amber's schedule was, you know, made time for that. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, now he's transferring to Chicago and she's working in Chicago. It's like, wow, like this timing is insane. It really is insane. And I like, I, I used like, I pray about it so much because I get, I have really bad anxiety when it comes to like thinking about the future, which I'm sure many, many people do. And I always feel like, oh my gosh, like what if just something happens, you know, Mm -hmm. like during, during school or whatever. COVID is big enough. Yeah. And we, me and Caleb had a really serious talk. I'm like, so Caleb, just be upfront with me. Like, what are you scared of anything when I like am on campus and you're working? He's like, oh, I want. I mean, I always think, what if you like leave me for someone? Because you're like surrounded by like a bunch of like guys your age, and so I think like that also yeah. being transparent with each other and yes. also like making a promise to, like be loyal to each other. Because mm-hmm. I, I genuinely like, I don't think like, oh yeah, what if like you know. Prince Charming comes. Prince along. Charming comes along, and I just like leave Caleb or something. <laughs> there ain't no like, Prince Charming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So. No, but even like I think like it's weird because like obviously like the mm, like what's how, how I phrase it like 
the obvious thing is you have to stay loyal, right? Like mm-hmm. in a relationship. But like for some reason, saying it just provides so much comfort yeah. and like reassurance and mm-hmm. kind of just like whew, you knew it. You mm-hmm. knew you knew Caleb. You knew yourself that you were gonna remain loyal. Caleb knew that you were gonna remain loyal. Mm-hmm. But like for some reason, when you say it, it's like yeah. you need to be transparent, like you just mentioned. It's like yeah. whew, it's you know, like, like, like all right, I can sleep today. You know, yeah. What I mean? like yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of ever since dating Caleb, this was a major green flag was that all my insecurity just started like leaving me oh. like it was just like he made me feel like amber none of that matters to me like i promise you like for at least from my perspective like it nothing matters and to me like his opinion was just all that matters to me and I, I think that's so cool because i think you know we know caleb is just this goofball exactly right? right and i think it's like it's so nice to see how like sweet and like caring he is for you and that's mm-hmm. awesome i think that's being really very cool. valid that's super yeah. that's super cool yeah yeah and I don't want to say that our relationship is perfect. Like, no relationship per- Like, we've had our ups and downs, for sure. And we've had, like, a fighting stage where it's just, like, I think I unfairly get mad at him because I miss him. Uh, but I yeah. took it out on him. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, yeah. And okay. I used to just, yeah. I, I, I couldn't be mean to him sometimes because mm-hmm. it's just I'm frustrated that he's not with me. Right. But. You can't do that, fool. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, uh, you said you were graduating soon. Matt's also graduating soon. Like, mm. Matt, would you ever like, let's say you meet someone, right, and this mm. person's potentially gonna be your girlfriend? Like, would you ever sign up for long distance, like mm-hmm. knowing you're gonna graduate now? Because mm-hmm. you don't. I mean, I'm in a different boat because although I'm the same age as you guys, I have a year and a half left, so I'm not really as concerned as about graduating and leaving campus mm-hmm. and having a girlfriend left on campus or whatnot. But since you're graduating soon, Matt, like, would you be concerned? Would I mean, long distance is eventually going to happen if you start dating. Like, is that a big concern to you? Or is that, does that, mm. like, affect your chances of, like, I guess, dating someone just because no, it's going to end up? Um, it doesn't because I think as you grow up, or at least this is how my view when I grew up, I think anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't, right. I don't like, you know, setting rules. I don't like setting boundaries for myself. So if there is somebody that shows up or, you know, I am with somebody right now, like, it's, um, it's. I'm not, like, fearful of it. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, prepare for it. Yeah. Rather than just, like, fear it. Mm-hmm. I, if that, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, go into it uh, if I am going through it, like, just be like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm not going to be able to see them or, I'm, I'm you know, it's going to be hard. Like, I have to, you know, call them, right? I'm not, like, thinking about that. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so how can I call them? Yeah. How can I find time with them? I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm so scared of it because right. I think for me, like, when I date somebody, it's never just like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. It's, I see the future with them, right? So um it's a little bit different i think also because i've been through it i kind of know what to do i i can't say that i like actually been through it mm-hmm. um my long distance happened my freshman year my mm-hmm. first semester and um like I, it's it's just like i think it's like time management mm-hmm. a lot of it and i think i had none of that my yeah. freshman year because you know like you're, you're young you're stupid you don't really know what to do you just want to be social with you want to be social like like college like you like realize like you can literally do something every hour you can do something every hour right Right. there's something available for you to do so um i think time management is a big thing but i also think too like what i realized like talking to some people who are also in law this relationship out of college you actually have there's more structure because it's kind of like you're nine to five and then exactly and then you just kind of do classes and then you do whatever you want because like Mm -hmm. it's different because like when we finish classes around five we have homework but when you finish work what do you do work's done like Mm -hmm. work the work starts next time at nine next day at nine right so you know like I think once I, like, find somebody or whatever, or if I'm with somebody and, like, I, um, 
go to work and I know my schedule and I find the routine, I don't think it will be that bad. That is very But true. I think what will be bad is like, how long is the long distance? Mm, uh, that's a good point. Because um, I don't like, I don't feel too comfortable. Like if someone said, okay, we're going to be long distance for five, like I know this is a crazy number, but like five years and then we'll be together. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Because mm-hmm. at least I know five years, right? But mm-hmm. if it's kind of like, mm, not sure. Then it's like, you know, it's like, ooh, the uncertainty is a little bit, it, it, you know, anxiety gets to me. Yeah. Um. So I think it's just like, if I'm, if for that person, I think it's just finding that structure. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, can, like, is there a plan? I always I just, like having plans. Yeah. Yeah. I just really like how you say, instead of fearing it, you prepare for it. Because I was the opposite. I feared it. And I didn't know how to prepare for right. it. Mm-hmm. But trust me, like, when I first experienced it, I feared it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, I think it's like, but I think when you kind of like go through a little bit of it, yeah. you kind of like, okay, well, it's not all that bad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely bad, but it's not like, like yeah. you're hopeless, right? So, yeah. It's a little different. That's why, like, every time I hear somebody in a long distance relationship, I'm like, "Dang, you like Big you're box. a strong person. Mm-hmm. You're 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 willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. so much to be with this person. That's, yeah, it, it's that that's really admirable. That's mm-hmm. really really admirable. So, mm-hmm. like, shout out to like you know Amy, Adrian. That's true. Ryan yeah. Kelly, uh, Sarah Young Sick. Mm-hmm. You know, like all those guys just doing Yifei it. Like, yeah, yeah, Yife, like, yeah, you guys are those guys are crazy. Like, yeah. you guys are crazy strong. Like, in a good way. Trust me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um. What about you, Joseph? Like being like you're from Korea, so I don't know what your plans are after graduation. I know it's like you got one yeah. more year. Yeah. So either you like work in the US or you go back to Korea to work. Mm-hmm. So is there ever that notion like, oh yeah, what if I meet someone and most likely they will stay in the US right. and you will have to go back to Korea, you know? Right. I've never and I think like you said, you ne- a relationship comes when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not actively, although I jokingly say like, I really want a girlfriend. Yeah. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so preoccupied with classes and like schoolwork and like focusing on graduating Mm -hmm. and what I'm going to do next that I don't have time to really think about all that. I, it is a concern that my home base is not where I plan to work. Like my, Mm -hmm. like my parents home or like my permanent address is in Korea, Mm -hmm. but I identify myself with working here or at least going to school here, going to probably get a job here at first, who knows afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the girlfriend, like if they're, let's say located or their home is in, in America and I go back home for break and it's in Korea, like that's automatic long distance exactly. for however long break is. That's not just long but distance. That's like different time zone, different mm-hmm. like, so I've always thought like, ideally I would find a girl that, has similar background and has like that international thing that we have to go back um, to their home country, like mm-hmm. not home perfect. state. It'll be home country, be but perfect. that's such a small pool of yeah. people compared to what's out there. So I'm I'm, I'm transitioning into more of like whoever comes along, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna question it yeah. until it becomes an issue that mm-hmm. I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And like like Matt said, don't really fear it, but more. Just kind of yeah. mentally prepare and be like, okay, I most likely will have to do long distance at one point. That's just life. I feel like with most exactly, people, yeah. it's very hard to find someone that's going to be with you the whole time. So mm-hmm. most likely we'll end up doing long distance anyway. So might as well make it so that if it doesn't work out, at least I have a career to fall back on. Or mm-hmm. at least I have my things straight so that if it doesn't work out, right? Like yeah. not everything leaves with the girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. I have things to fall back on and I have a foundation and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think. And I also was wondering, and I was going to ask you guys, like, and Matt mentioned how it's a matter of how long the long distance is. Some people can last pretty long, but at some point, you guys are going to have to move in together. 
Are you guys? What are your views on like moving in together before getting married or officially mm. tying the knot? Because I know it's more mm. modern now with the site. Is like let's say, or you guys apply for a job in the same city or the same area, um, and you guys are happen to be working nearby enough that you can live together. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that like crossing point? Or when do you feel comfortable enough to get to a point where it's like we can just probably live together, and then. Even even though we're not married, we're pretty committed to each other. We'll mm-hmm. just use it as a way for us to be together, but we'll be doing our own thing. Yeah. Or like even like just applying for a new job, and your like search location is where your boyfriend or girlfriend's at. Mm. It's like I'm ending my contract soon, and I gotta find a new job or yeah. renew. But if I have the opportunity, am I going to move towards where they're at, um, for a new job? Yeah. Like making moves to make it more mm-hmm. convenient. I think there comes a point where you need to make sure when's the right time to start making real big sacrifices for your partner. Mm-hmm. And so, like by that, I mean like right now, let's say like I did not plan to go to Chicago because of Caleb. I went to Chicago because I want to be in Chicago, and right. obviously that's where the company just so happened to place me. Um, like there was another company that I wanted to go to New York for, and I was so close to taking that, and then this company popped up. So then it gave me Chicago. And a lot of people say, oh, you're doing Chicago as a Kayla? I'm like, first of all, he's not even going <laughs> to in Chicago. And second of all, like, I'm doing it because I want to. You know, it's my career. Right. And that's one thing that I wanted in a relationship was that my person will realize that being in my early 20s, I didn't want to do everything to be with that person right away. Like, I think there has to be, like, a point where I need to be, like, I want to live with my friends and my goal is to live with them for the rest of my life. So why not spend this time, my young life, to live with my friends, build a career for myself, and then start thinking about, you know, like, when can you move in with them? And another thing is my parents also, both me and Kayla's parents would not let us move in together right now. So that's just another big factor. You're right. Um, and so I, I haven't really talked about this with my parents yet because I think my parents keep telling me, like, let's take it slow with this relationship, like, not that we disapprove of Caleb. They they approve of him. But they're like, if if you are moving in with him so fast, that's when we start seeing a red flag, I guess. Because mm-hmm. they want things to work out and take things slow. Mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat because I think not at that point, but also I think personal space mm-hmm. is something that right. uh, becomes difficult, especially like, because like, it's interesting because like my my family, like like one of mom's upstairs and dad's downstairs and they never interact. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, the personal space, the personal time, right? Right as important i think um if we're asking like would you cohabitate with your partner right away i would say no too i think it's nice to have your own place like obviously you guys you can they, they come over like you know once or twice a week or mm-hmm. you know whatever mm-hmm. that's fine but i think having your own space not to just like sleep but like just do work maybe invite some friends over right have a party kind of that or like like and then like also like there's that also notion where like it keeps the relationship fresh mm. quote unquote right because mm-hmm. you see them every day you wake up every day and you see mm-hmm. them it's kind of like well okay well this buffoon is next to me again you know it's like <laughs> yeah. rinse and repeat rinse and repeat becomes not mundane but the same mm-hmm. so i think like uh, the same way like living separately for a little bit mm-hmm. you know like is keeps it you know fun maybe right. fun yeah. is the right word but because obviously when you get married right it's like you know you're gonna end up hating each other like you know what i mean but like yeah. you know you're always together right taking care of the kids whatever stuff like that when you're yeah. married so um like you mentioned it's gonna like it's like right now i'll live probably with my friends or by myself for five years and then yeah. the next 60 (laughs) are going to be with, you know, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I also, like, look at, you know, Johnny and Rebecca. Yeah. um, They they were in Cornerstone. They got married um, right after graduation. And I've always, like, wanted to reach out and ask them, like, how – 
I don't think I'm at a point where I'm thinking about that yet. Is young. It is young, super young, really, really young. But I, I want to like see their thoughts. Like, is it okay in a Christian life to move in before marriage? Like, I don't know if there's like a notion behind that. I think the, um, no- I think the notion is like. The temptations that come from living together mm, um maintaining purity maintaining yeah. purity um i know like i had a especially i had a long debate about this with pastor kim mm. and like i i, I argued with him. So <laughs> so, no. um it's not a sin to cohabitate um there's nothing in the bible that says thou shalt not go like live in an apartment with a significant other you know what i mean like there's no there's no right. like there's no it's nothing in the bible that says that but i think it does say like you know um the temptations that the intimacy all that stuff that comes with it comes that it, it, it there's a higher chance of happening if you live together i think that's very, just that's very um, tempting. Yeah. so um but, yeah. yeah but i also like want i think i want to live with them before marriage because like i want to see how i am living right? with them there's yeah. so many things you can learn from just living with yeah. someone oh yeah and when i talked with johnny about it he actually told me he would not recommend not only dating with someone in college because that just strains so much time from being in college because college is honestly for school like for learning right yeah. i mean the interaction the networking the meeting the people dating is all part of the package but you can also do that without college if you really tried mm. college is there for school and if you're not able to be successful through school then you kind of aren't like fulfilling your college purpose right really um, and then the second thing you recommended was don't live with like your best friend because that ruins your relationship with your best friend and johnny personally a roommate um, after freshman year like with one of his best friends and they ended up hating each other for like two years just because they had those petty arguments with each other of living habits mm-hmm. and that just made a huge rift up between them two and they eventually made up and now they're fine but he told me like I would not recommend rooming with your best friend and I think that goes with like significant others because you learn so much and you might not be at a point where you're ready to embrace that like you might mm-hmm. not be able to like and especially because it's an opposite gender like some of the i mean hygiene but also like just mm-hmm. living habits and necessities between between like being a male and a female is different mm-hmm. um and that's true that that could be overwhelming on top of a relationship that's still fresh mm-hmm. so he that's what i thought is like you shouldn't be so quick to jump the gun with living with your significant other cause, yeah. just because you might not be ready but i do agree on like maybe you should live just to like you know see their bit. living habits and right. are you okay with like being with someone that lives like that for the rest of your life and that's such a scary thing to think about like this person is going to be the person that you are living with they're your forever roommate mm, if you right. think about it like that uh, but <laughs> you hear a lot of things where it's like the divorce rate in the united states mm. is like 50 percent, right so yeah. i think in a way like you keep hearing that like you end up maybe being too careful which mm-hmm. might be a good thing might be a bad thing so you're right. like okay maybe live together and then oh shoot i really hate this habit about him you know i'm gonna break up now so i don't get married but like that could happen but i i'm sure not many people do that but there's always that fear right mm-hmm. of yeah. like like making the wrong decision mm-hmm. right because not that you can fake it but like you could hide some things right like mm-hmm. maybe like and it's gonna be like things like you know cleanliness hygiene all that crap so yeah um yeah that's yeah, it's a hard question it's definitely mm-hmm. a hard question Long distance, man. It's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never. I don't think if you can avoid it, you should probably avoid it. Oh yeah. yeah. But long distance is one of those things. So it's like you're gonna have to go through it at some point. Yep. And it's whether or not you're ready for it, you're gonna have to deal with it when it comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
Yeah, if you can avoid it, I would recommend. Not not from experience, but from what I've heard. Because mm-hmm. you always hear like people ending up their ending their relationships due to complications of long distance, yeah. and they just can't be able to like manage all that time. Yeah. But if you're able to tough it out, I think that's a, that's a true relationship right there. Like you yeah. guys are pretty strong. Yeah, that's why they say long distance really strengthens your relationship. And I like went I also like an advice to all the people that are single and have never been in a relationship is don't have such a high expectations on like what you think your relationship's gonna look like. Because my love language has been a 180. You know, like physical touch was low on my thing. <laughs> and then ever since long distance, physical touch is my number two now. And right. you know. Well, I, we can probably share like, what is your dominant love language? Like, have you mm-hmm. taken the just thing, a, like number one? Acts of service. That's my number one. And that actually was my last one. Because I thought, oh, acts of service makes me look like I'm high maintenance. Like, I want people to do things for me. But that made me realize being long distance, Caleb taking out that one hour of his day out of his really busy investment banking schedule, Uh that was like acts of service to me. Like, he's doing that small, or not small thing, but he's giving up that for me. Or also, like, if he, like, does something that he knows that he doesn't like, but I like it, I find that... I'm very appreciative of that. Mm. Mine's yeah. always words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I think that has been constant. I think the other four might change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number one's always been words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, just hearing, like, nice things, it, it really helps me. Like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Because um, I, I think, like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like, someone who, like, you can just feel like you can just, you know, joke around and they always yeah. make fun. So I think, like, I always tend to have a lot of, like, not negative, but, like, mm-hmm. not necessarily positive things, you know, said yeah. at me. Like, my mom and my family, like, they always, like, they never, like, compliment me. It's always, like, you're an mm-hmm. idiot. You know, like, you're like, it's, like, they mean it in a good way. But I think, like, when I hear, like, oh, like, you know, I'm a nice person or something like that, it really helps me. Yeah. So that's, that's how I behave, too. Like, I don't know if you can tell, but every time worship team ends, like, I always fist bump everybody and tell mm-hmm. them they did a good job. Just because, yeah. like, I know it helps me, so mm-hmm. I, want it, I want to do it for other people. Like, that's just how I behave. Yeah. So... The reason why words of affirmation declined in my list is because I know what Caleb thinks. Like, when Mm, you're with them for uh, so long, I know what he would think about me. But if he says, you know, like, oh, you look really good today, that makes my day. But it's just, like, I I think it's, like, a lot lower because I know him so much now that I know his thoughts and how he thinks Mm. and what he thinks of me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. But Words of Adam was number one when I was in a thing with him. Because uh, I was like, oh, I want to like, hear him say all this stuff to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something to think about, you know. I mean, I think for me, and I I mean, I told Matt and Susie this. Like, my number one is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And that does sound like, you know, ooh, sus, like, whatever. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I as a kid, my mom would always express her love as, like, holding my hand. Mm-hmm. Or, like, giving me a hug. Like, yeah. no words needed. No, like, gifts or anything could really make me happy. But, like, in the car, I'll be in the back, and she'll be in the front. And, like, she'll just, like, she'll be driving with one hand and holding my hand, like, when I'm, like, sad. Right. Or just, like, out of love, she'll, like, say, you want to, like, she'll grab my hand. Mm-hmm. Or, like, she'll give me a hug. And for me, I rarely, like, um, express, like, I'll do a lot of verbal, a lot of, like, words of affirmation, gifts. Like, I'll buy things for people just to get the mood going. Mm-hmm. But I rarely express, um physical touch to other people because that's so reserved for me as love like mm. if i truly like this person then i'll hug them more frequently or right. I'll, I'll try to you know like hand like touch their hand or like mm-hmm. give them a hug or whatnot or like pat on the back like yeah. that's my way of showing love and that's something i grew up with mm-hmm. and that's a, i'm a i'm a more 
accustomed to receiving love that way. Yeah. Um, Especially when you do long distance. Yeah. Physical touch is, like I said, it's my number two now. Like, and yeah, I think so. with long distance, you value physical touch or like oh, yeah. the time together. It's just funny because I had the opposite effect. My mom did that. No, I hate this. <laughs> 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 my Trauma mom, I met her. She's always like, you know, grabbing me, right? Hugging me. Really? And like, it's not like I hate it, but it's like, I just don't feel that comfortable about it. Mm. So like when, like, so like, obviously when you're alone, right? Like, you know, physical touch is great, cuddling, like whatever. But I think when I'm in like, like in person and like people touch me mm-hmm. and like hug me I'm like right I'm like oh my god you know it's like it's like kind of uncomfortable yeah I'm my like, mom oh. was actually never physical touchy with me mm. she never I never my, this sounds so bad my mom never gave me hugs <laughs> um which is like interesting and it's my always my dad mm. my dad was the one that gave oh, me oh my hugs. dad never took <laughs> my dad my, my dad doesn't I guess my parents are well like my dad like the only conversation we have is like you're alive okay but um, like you know what I mean like like all my dad cares about is that if I'm happy I have money and yeah. I and I'm full that's mm-hmm. all he cares about you could care less about anything else mm-hmm. right yeah. I guess to close off I was gonna ask and on the topic of family like does your brother know that you're dating Caleb like, yeah my brother met Caleb okay Caleb met my oh, entire oh, family oh, you, oh, you met his family right yes I did oh, okay. what's what's your brother's view on having you having a boyfriend like did he tease you about it or it- so a lot of people don't know who my brother is, but my brother is a very, very, very peculiar boy. He's, he's, yes, he is in a way, I would say kind of like Adam Bay, Matt's brother, where he's like in a point where he, no, <laughs> excuse me, Adam, you are not stupid at all. It's your brother that's stupid. Um, uh, it's in a way, my brother is just, he speaks, he, sorry. He is a 70-year-old man in a, <laughs> in a how old is he, 16-year-old body. Dang. And when Jacob saw Caleb, he was like, oh, yes, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That's how Jacob talks. Adam, Adam has, yes, yeah. Jacob is my brother. Adam has a very sophisticated, like, voice, too, I think, in a way. And I find it, like, He's very so, eloquent with his words. Yes, yes. Jacob is also very it's eloquent. It's not eloquent to me. <laughs> it I is to so me. You find, you, you rarely find people like that, I feel like. Because my brother, will, my when Caleb came, Jacob's like, oh, yes, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And, you know, like, and then. Well, Adam does that too, because, you know, Adam does the thing where it's like, oh, Adam, like, are you really good at this? He's like, yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have a little, like, cockiness in them. Yeah. But I also think it's like maybe at that age, they right. might feel like that. But yeah, I, I think Jacob had a good impression on Caleb. I think Jacob asked Caleb like a lot of history questions because Jacob is so passionate about history. And Caleb's like, oh yeah, I think it's cool. And Jacob's like, no, like you don't know my depth of like passion for history. Because Caleb's like probably like you guys, maybe, you know, you appreciate history, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my brother, will that's his like profession. He wants to be a history professor at Oxford University. That's his goal. Ooh, that's solid. his goal. Man. I mean, that's good for him. You got to... You got the, got you got the goal. I mean, man, when I was 16, dude, I was 16. No, no, seriously, my brother is a different breed. He practices yeah. LSAT questions for fun. This guy. <laughs> I'm not the biggest joking. Biggest nerd ever. <laughs> no, seriously, he is. And like, and like when Caleb came, like Jacob's like, oh, Caleb, why did you do an LSAT question with me? And Caleb's like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, LSAT. Yeah. I mean, is he, is he really smart? He, he sounds very nerdy. 
he's like smart if he wants to. Like with math, he hates math, so he doesn't care about it. Uh, but if it's a like history, he applies. That's yes. like exactly what my brother. Really, Adam yeah. is very smart. He has smart, the brain for it, but, but he just needs he, to put effort in. If, exactly. he, if he doesn't apply himself, he won't. Oh yeah. yeah, that is a hundred percent Jacob. Interesting. And that's why sometimes I feel like every time I see Adam, wow, this whole thing with Adam is getting brought up. I have such a soft heart for Adam because I think he just reminds me oh, of my brother. brother. I think for me, it's a little bit like, well, I've lived with him my whole exactly. life. I'm kind of like, oh my God, stop being an exactly. idiot. You know, like, it's like, age like grow up, but you know, kind of like grow yeah. up, mature. But then at the same time, I have to realize like, well, you know, I wasn't the same when I was mm-hmm. a freshman. And then like, yeah. it's it's cool that you're like, you know, you have patience with him. I know sometimes he just works out the most stupid mm-hmm. things, but like, I love Adam. No, I think yeah. Adam... Actually, I won't say. I was gonna say my favorite freshman, but like, I won't do that to the other freshmen. <laughs> you, you heard it. Okay, first. I literally just said Amber's favorite freshman. Actually, I just got a. I just got a story about Adam. Uh, so today, like, so yeah, yesterday he did the wordle and he got like four out of six wordles. And then he apparently redid the same wordle by accident, and he got five out of six this time. <laughs> so he had the same wordle. He did the same wordle twice, but this is somehow worse the second time. Oh my! So, that guy so like Adam's like that's like Adam. Like you know, like he's not stupid, but he's just like you know, he's clumsy, right? Yeah. You know, he's like goofy, and, and they're like yeah. naturally funny without even realizing themselves. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the best. Honestly. That is seriously the best. They're I remember I asked funny. Adam. I was like, "Hey, Adam, like, how was the bowl pass then?" Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I mean, it wasn't really the best. I would say. <laughs> my brother would talk too. Yeah. My brother also too. Like, I guess another nice thing about him is that he is amazing with kids. Mm, like, uh, if, maybe our brothers aren't. Oh no! Like yeah, my brother. Like, there's some kids who like never talk when I'm around there because they mm-hmm. look at me like I'm some crazy person. Mm-hmm. But then the moment Adam walks in the room, all of a sudden. They can't stop talking and they can't stop having energy. So like Adam has an amazing ability with kids. He has a lot of patience with kids. Yeah. So like if y'all have kids and need a babysitter, like I swear like, like Adam Adam's, will be the best babysitter. Because yeah. he'll play with the kid all day. Adam's I the one. That. Yeah. He'll play with the kid all day. Yeah. He Jacob's would, actually yeah. thought he Jacob gets along with old people. Uh, <laughs> he's, the, he's the elderly he sitter. He is the elderly I mean, sitter. Like old that, people like, hey, oh, he really does. Well. Well at least your your siblings are good with people. My brother is <laughs> He's a he's a very solo guy. Like as a kid, he'll he'll be like the cute kid, like running around doing his thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as he hit like a maturity point, like mm. very solo. He likes his solitude. Yes. Yeah. He's the guy who has his Kindle with everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. All of his pockets are overstretched because he has this Kindle that he sticks in every oh. single pocket. Mm. And we'll be at a fa- family gathering, like eating family dinner. He'll yeah. just pop the Kindle on the dinner table <laughs> in front of all the relatives and cousins. He's an iPad be, kid. He'll just be reading. Like, while we eat, I'm like, can you not, like... <laughs> yeah, like I, the new series came out this week. And, like, oh. my mom was picking me up from um, after school with, like, a couple of my friends. Mm. And they're, they're like, oh, hi, Philip. Because my brother was in the backseat. And I was like, oh, hi, Philip. Like, you heard about you. Like, oh, you're so cute. Or, like, when you come over, we're like, we'll buy you food or whatever. And then he just, like, gets really quiet. like, so, <laughs> 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 like, <thanks. laughs> like my mom's like, you need to like reach out and talk to people more. I like, feel like if please. I met his brother, I'd be like, hey Phil, like I'm probably the guy that Joseph always mentioned. I house them. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I guarantee you that's his response. <laughs> like he's a, he's a very big one word answer kind of oh. guy. Mm. But if you get in an argument with him, he'll oh. debate you to the death. Like he is so keen on being right all the time mm. no matter how wrong he is he'll make himself sound really right adam would do probably like well you know i don't know i mean 
No, my brother's a big debater. Huge debate. That's yeah. why we think he's going to be a lawyer one day. My brother has no opinions. Adam's a very neutral guy. Mm. Well, it was not a bad thing. I'm not saying that a bad yeah. way. Like, Adam's not the type to debate. He's not the type to argue. Mm. Um, right. He likes keeping the peace and he likes having good times rather yeah. than a serious times. So. Dude, it'd be yeah. so funny if we had all of our younger siblings on the podcast once. The problem is, like, how tall is your brother? A little old, taller than me, so... It's funny, Adam would be, like, a tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Adam's, yeah. what, six foot now? Adam's, like, six foot. That's crazy. But I think Adam's, like, six foot, like, 190, 180. So he's, he's a big guy. Like my big brother's, boy. like, 5'9 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's only a freshman in high school. Really? So, I mean, I hope he gets to six foot. Like, that's my goal for him. Oh, my God. But he's that one really shy skinny tall guy with the his nose in the book all the time glasses. Oh, wow. no, he, he doesn't wear glasses but mm. he does have he, he does have contacts like <laughs> yeah. he has contacts uh, overnight okay, okay. Mm. but oh, yeah he, funny. he's the bookworm but wow. like if we're like going back to the relationship thing whenever i was dating somebody adam oh, yeah. would always go up to them and be like you love jesus <laughs> she'd be like yeah okay <laughs> all right and then goes downstairs <laughs> that's it never talk to her again <laughs> yeah my brother's type of guy is like if you start dating i'm gonna be sad because we can't spend time together oh like he's really, really he's really charming that way my brother used to do that now any girl that like i invite over like we hang out and my mom and my brother are there and my mom's like oh like she'll be like oh girlfriend you know like <laughs> elva and my brother would just kind of be like there uh, the girl introduced, like, hi, my name's blah, 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 like, I'm Joseph's friend, and he'll be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out the Kindle. Yeah, okay. the, the, thing about, the thing about Adam, what's funny is that I, I would bring back friends that I would hang out all the time. They'd always come over here and be like, sorry, who are you? <laughs> nice to meet you. He was like, no clue. For the first time. Like, I think, like, one time, like, Adrian came back, oh, and no. Adam, like, did not remember Adrian for some reason. <laughs> he was like, oh. Hi. Yeah, and was like, what's up, Adam? was like, you don't remember me? He's like, no, I remember you. <laughs> like, can you imagine Adrian, right? Like, yeah. such a recognizable person. And it was like, uh. no, like, and like, he, he like, and it's not like, like, he would talk with us. He would like, eat with us. He would yeah. hang out with us. We would drive him everywhere. And then like, the next day he meets him like, oh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, I think that's a good ending point. We talked for quite a bit. How long? An hour and 10 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Um, Amber came with a question that we could answer. Finally, a question that we have prepared for the ending. Mm-hmm. And the question is, what Marvel character would you be and why? Matt, you go first. Marvel character. Marvel character. Yeah. Marvel character. Don't say, like, Batman, because that will upset a bunch <laughs> of people. That will upset a lot of people. <laughs> I want to be Wong. What the frick? <laughs> <laughs> Like from Doctor Strange? Yeah. I'm choosing Wong. I love Wong. I love Wong. <laughs> that's like choosing. No, it's like, it's just like, it's so like, weird. it's like, I still have powers, right? Okay. I still got that knowledge, you feel me? But it's just like, I'm like really troll. And you like, want I'm to be a side piece. I'm a side, yeah, I'm a, not side piece. Don't say side piece. <laughs> side character. Don't side say character. side piece. <laughs> OP side character. Dude, like, I love Wong. I don't know. Wong is, Wong is. Wong. That's like me saying I like Ned. No, I want to be Ned. I feel like Amber's that guy in Ant-Man who's driving the van. He's like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an assistant. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that Mexican funny. guy who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who plays the criminal. Uh-huh. So long for you? Yeah. Hmm, I would say for me, maybe Spider-Man? Excuse me? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, wait, wait. Just, sorry, sorry. No, no. Tom Holland? Yeah. 
okay. Uh, maybe I would choose Scarlet Witch because I feel like she always likes. She's always the middle person in mm. friend groups. Ah,、uh, you right. And I kind of relate to her in that sense、mm. because, you know, I I don't know. I've always been that middle man in front of in a lot of my friendships and stuff. And she was always like making sure the Avengers work together.、Mm. Right. So I relate to her. Is this are we? Just to clarify, are we answering who we want to be or who, who we, we would be? Want to be. Want to be.、Mm. Well, I gotta give a shout out to Tony Stark. Oh, I, my favorite! Literally, like when the first Iron Man movie came out, I was like, that was a great, that was damn, a great that's、movie. insane!、Mm. The great freaking movie. Not only as like an engineer, but I was just like, bro, like、yeah. he, his wit and like his humor, but also his like intelligence and like、mm-hmm. everything about him was like, dang. I love this guy. He's my favorite. And Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor, so I was just like, yeah. Now my answer feels really weird. Really? Let's let's go second round. What, who would you be、uh, if you were if、oh. you were someone in the MCU? Oh, like what? What would I like? Just me, like my. Like if we took Matt based personality and character, like who you are,、mm-hmm. who would that best con- relate with in the Marvel universe? Like who would you think? Like I guess that's for me and Amber to decide, but like. Who would you think you would be the most? In- well, because I'm more of a goofy person. Spider Man. Spider Man. I can. I can see. Because like goofy, weird, clumsy, but like still like not completely unreliable. I think you would be the Andrew Garfield.、Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I see. I think I you thinking, would、yeah. be a、uh, Tobey Maguire. Oh, so I got webs coming out of my hand. Like <laughs> I feel like I would be the Tom Holland. I want to be Tom Holland. I feel like Amber. Amber is just <laughs> that one superhero that has powers but doesn't realize how OP it is, and then they just like kind of goof off, and then it goes off, and then they didn't realize how much damage it does.、Mm. I still want to be Wong. Okay, well you know what you <laughs> you stick to that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna end it here. Yeah, All right. That ends the podcast. If you guys listened this far, thank you for listening. Shout out to Amber for coming out today. I mean, Woo! Thank yeah, you, seriously, Susie couldn't last minute, low key. Last yeah, minute, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and great discussion. If great you guys enjoyed, please consider liking and subscribing, or giving us a good rating on Spotify. If you guys have any comments or concerns or questions or anything you want to say, please leave a comment down below, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Have a good spring break. See ya. What the frick? <laughs>